Genesis 13, 1 through 13. So Abram went up from Egypt, he and his wife and all that he had, and Lot went with him into the Negev. Now Abram was very rich in livestock and silver and in gold. He journeyed on from the Negev as far as Bethel to the place where his tent had been at the beginning, between Bethel and Ai, to the place where he had made an altar at the first. And there Abram called upon the name of the Lord. And Lot went with Abram. He also had flocks and herds and tents, so that the land could not support both of them dwelling together. For their possessions were so great that they could not dwell together. And there was a strife between the herdsmen of Abram's livestock and the herdsmen of Lot's livestock. At that time, the Canaanites and the Perizzites were dwelling in the land. Then Abram said to Lot, Let there be no strife between you and me, between your herdsmen and my herdsmen, for we are kinsmen. Is not the whole land before you? Separate yourself from me. If you take the left hand, then I will go to the right, or if you take the right, then I will go to the left. And Lot lifted up his eyes and saw that the Jordan Valley was well watered everywhere, like the garden of the Lord, like the land of Egypt, in the direction of Zoar. This is before the Lord destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah. So Lot chose for himself all the Jordan Valley, and Lot journeyed east. Thus they separated from each other. Abram settled in the land of Canaan, while Lot settled among the cities of the valley and moved his tent as far as Sodom. Now the men of Sodom were wicked, great sinners against the Lord. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Okay, so we're setting up, um, you know, well, there's a, we're setting up a lot of stories. <laughs> um, but uh, I love chapter 14. We're getting there. But this is where Abram and Lot, um, they separate. And it's kind of an interesting story. Uh, it's very, in a sense, selfless of Abraham. <clears throat> God obviously still blesses Abram greatly. And kind of saves Abram from some future trouble, as we're about to see. <laughs> right. Um, and ends up giving Abram this great blessing. Again, I think this theme of God's hand of blessing upon his chosen man, his chosen family. Um, but yeah, what are your thoughts uh, on the passage? Well, I I love that it starts that he went up from Egypt. So it's kind of like this reverse. Um, <laughs> he's going back to the land that was promised, right. kind of going back where he started, goes back to the altar. So you do kind of get this sense again of like he's returning to God's uh, way and God's promises. And he's he's um, responding to his um, you know struggle in faith with like renewed faith. I mean, this is what like Christians, believers do, right? We, we return to God, we go back. And so... That's he's headed in that way, and yet there's this new um, test, I guess, and it's kind of like a test of uh, of prosperity. It's right. like now they're so, um, which I think is interesting because we talked about this in sermons recently, where you're like you you'll be tested with hardship, but you're also tested when things are going really well. Right, like, are you still right. going to trust God? And I think that's it's really. Um, very interesting to see how that it's like Abram is generous. He is actually the elder. Um, he's the one who's received yeah, he the could promise. Just say, Lot, you I go mean, over there yeah, and I'll go over here. Like, yeah, there's no reason for him to let Lot choose first. And yet you kind of get the sense that he's so, God has been so generous with him. Abram can afford to be generous yeah, that's, with, that's really good insight. with Lot. Um, and, and he loves, he, he you yeah. know, he could have said, 
I have more herdsmen. I have more men. I have more money. I'm just going to go to war with Lot. But he's like, this is my kin. Yeah, and yeah. He says that. Like, we're kinsmen. Don't let's don't fight. Right. Yeah. yeah. I. So there's a lot. There's a lot to be learned here. Right. About the nature of rec- well, it's like Abram is you know reconciled to God. He has faith in God and his plan of salvation. And then you see that flow out like he he's reconciled to people too, right? Or he wants to be. So, but then of course you have the contrast of Lot um, and the way he is responding. And he's not as generous, is he? He's not as generous. <laughs> and I also love it starts out like he lifted up his eyes and he saw the Jordan. And then the Bible is so, I love it when the Bible does this, how God does this. He gives us hints that this is not a good choice. Because in some ways you'd just be like, well, okay, Abram said he could choose and he, he choo- he's choosing the best one. But it says it's like the garden of the Lord, like the land of Egypt. So it's like this, this is something that happens all, like, well, we want to get back to the garden we want this beauty and like everything that's wonderful about the world. And yet Lot doesn't really seem interested in getting it God's way. He's just, again, seeing what looks good. And he's trying to get back to the garden with real, you know, no, I don't know. It doesn't seem like there's any kind of faith working out in his life right now. And we also see that it's like the land of Egypt, which we've already found is a place that promises fruitfulness, but delivers plagues and, uh, you know, ultimately slavery and it's just not, not a good, good thing. And then even on top of that, he says he, then they reference Sodom and Gomorrah, which we know is also a bad thing. So you just have all kinds of hints here that, that Lot is making choices, not in a faith response to God, but in his own eyes, like what he wants for himself. Right. And again, I mean, it even hints that at the end, the men of Sodom were wicked, great sinners against the Lord. And Lot puts his tent right there. And so, yes, this is a total like prosperity. What's going to make me rich kind of decision versus Abraham's um, really, I would say, like kind of a love of God, love of man decision. And so there's a lot to be said. And of course, as we as we're going to read further in the way of the Lord, there is a blessing for Abram. Yeah. So let's we'll keep going on tomorrow, but uh, great insight um, from Genesis 13. For Jennifer McClish, I'm Jason Dees. Thanks for listening to Our Daily Rhythm. I'm Jason Dees, one of the pastors of Christ's Covenant, and Our Daily Rhythm is a ministry of our church designed to help you more faithfully and effectively meditate on God's Word. If you ever have a question for us about one of our Bible readings or one of your own Bible readings, please don't hesitate to text us at 404-465-1737. Again, that's 404-465-1737. Or email me directly at jason at christcovenant.com. We'll meet you again tomorrow for our daily rhythm.